Hey friends, welcome back to the By His Grace podcast, where I invite friends and people who are doing great things in the world here in this space for encouraging and engaging conversations that are timely and relevant to help us live by His grace. Today, I'm thrilled to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is being in community and studying God's Word. If y'all have been here for any length of time at all, you know that I am a word nerd and that I am the author of The Struggle is Real, But So is God Bible Study. Now, it took me three years to write that study, and it was the sweetest time of fellowship with the Lord as I wrote that study. And I just love my time in the Word with the Lord and digging into the Scriptures. But I also love gathering with other believers to study the Word, to pray, and to encourage one another. And y'all, I cannot emphasize how important that is in the day in which we are living in. In fact, the book of, of Hebrews says, all the more as we see the day drawing near, not to forsake sake, the assembly of believers. So gather with your family, gather with friends, gather at a church, gather at a community group, bring people to your home, just get your people and get in the word. So every evening, our family does a time of devotion together where we read one chapter of scripture at a time and discuss it as a family. We have been able to cover so many books since we first started doing this, and it's been really great to see our young adult son really engaging in the word with us. But I am also, since I'm such a word nerd, I am in a Bible study that I am doing on my own. My sweet friend, Erica Wiggenhorn, wrote a study on the book of Ezekiel entitled An Unexpected Revival, Experiencing God's Goodness Through Disappointment and Doubt. Now, you may recognize Erica's name because she's been a guest on the By His Grace podcast before where we talked about impossible syndrome. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. I also am diving into the book of Elijah, a study on Elijah by Priscilla Shire with the Houston Women's Collective and two of my dear friends, Kelly Buckner and Ginger Harris. But I've also connected with other amazing women in in that group. And y'all, God is rocking my world with the study on Elijah. So wanted to tell you about a fun event that is happening in Houston this fall with my friend Kelly Buckner. She is a crazy, talented visual brand strategist and one of my dearest friends. And together, we are bringing the best of what we do in podcasting and communicating and helping people to communicate their brand in a visual way. So if you are in business or ministry, and you want to transform how you approach your business, ministry, or your brand, we would love for you to join us in Houston this fall. So if you're interested, please hit me up on social media or reach out to me through the sparkmedia.ventures website. Well, today I have 
the ladies from Sojo Academy here with me to talk about their community. So Jen Evangelista is a pastor's wife and has a slew of kids. She's a pediatrician by trade, but she has a passion to see women in the local church involved in missions and teaching and sharing the gospel. And her friend and companion in this journey is Arba Joy, who is an adoptive and biological mom to four kids. She's been in ministry and planting churches around the world. She's been an overseas missionary, an author, and a mentor. And together, they have built this incredible community where they gather women online to get in the world. And they're literally reaching a global community with their Bible studies. So I'm excited to sit down with them today and to introduce you to Jen and AJ. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Ladies, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am excited that I have Jen and Arbor Joy. Do you go by Arba Joy or do you go by AJ or? Most people call me AJ because it's just easier. That's, so, that's, that's what I thought. Okay, so I thought we would start off this conversation about Bible study and community, but I want to give y'all a, a little opportunity to talk about yourselves, like give us the short scoop on who you are and how y'all came together. So Jen, we'll start with you. Who are you? And tell me about yourself. Sure. Well, we're so glad to be talking to you today. So my name is Jen Evangelista and I am, and I live in Georgia. My husband is a pastor of a church that we planted around 18 years ago. We have four awesome kids, one beautiful daughter-in-law and just the best grandson ever, who's all of three months old right now at the time of recording. And and so that's pretty special. I actually am a pediatrician by trade and I still practice part-time in a private pediatric office here, but I have a, another little world, an online world in which um, I have had an online ministry for a little while. And AJ and I came together around four years, a little over four years ago, maybe. And we just became really close friends and were very theologically aligned and personality aligned, although we're quite different. We fit together nicely and we started doing what we do now with Switch Essential Academy. And yeah, I guess that's me. Okay. AJ. So I'm not nearly as exciting as Jen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm very exciting. (laughs) But I am also married and a mom of four. So both of us have four children. And I've really focused on, well, my husband and I served overseas as missionaries for 14 years. And as I was doing that, I realized that I needed an outlet an English outlet. So to do ministry in English. And so I started an online ministry and that's actually how Jen and I connected years Mm -hmm. ago is through both of both of our online ministries. And then we started together. We started Sojo Academy, which is a global community for women who desire to grow in their walk with the Lord and really dig deep into God's word. And so we just together every month, we study the scriptures We connect on Zoom every week. We talk about what we're learning. We pray over each other. It's just a really precious community where we're centered around the word of God. 
That is so amazing. So I was looking at, you just finished the Fruit of the Spirit. Is that correct? Or is that what you're working on now? We actually were taking two months to go through it. So we're right in the middle of the study. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. that's self-control and love and peace yes. and patience. Yeah, and- <laughs> our toes are getting stepped on a little we, bit. We were a little convicted as we uh, wrote that study. So yeah. And then we actually are here together. We're, we're actually in person together because we got to get together and we're writing Bible studies for the fall. So we have some really fun things coming up. Well, I don't know if it's particularly fun. It's still very convicting, but. So, <laughs> right. but so do you do topical studies always, or do you dig into chapters or let's talk a, a little bit about your Bible study methods that you use to create content? Yeah, that's a great question because we really, in Sojo, we tend to mix it up and we have, we have topical studies, we have chapter studies, we have biographical studies, and we do book studies as well. We've got several book studies. We have one coming up again in the fall. I think personally, both of us tend to, to work through books of the Bible when we study individually. And I know that both of us attend churches where our, the pastors preach this way expositionally through the Bible. And my husband being my pastor, and, and he's very passionate about that. So we definitely believe in context in context. the world. Matters. And so absolutely. So even when we have topical studies where we're really uh, it's really important that we not just dig in and cherry pick verses, that we really provide a lot of context and that we teach women. Our goal is to teach women how to study the Bible for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not to just give you our thoughts on it or give them our thoughts on it. It's to teach women to dig in for themselves. And so finding that context, finding what God has to speak to you through that passage at the time that you're studying is what's important to us. Mm -hmm. But you know, everybody learns differently. And so we do try to mix it up because there's a variety of Bible study methods and there's really no one right Right. way per se. So just the variety, I think helps all of us learn how to dig into God's word better. Yeah. As a Bible study author myself and Bible study, like in the word of God for the last 20 years, which has been my lifeline to get through all of the things in life. My My method is I love to get into the original languages. So once I've read it, because I was a a, a precept girl for a long time. So I read and read and read and read the chapter and then go to those original languages and really understand the context, not only just the context of the passage, but the context to when it was written, who it was written to, what was going on at that time. Because I think that some of the Bible It's all applicable to us, right? All of it is applicable to our lives, but it's not all written to us. And so having that understanding as well. So let's talk about what you're working on for the fall. Can you give us a preview of the book? You said you're doing a a chapter study. So what, what book are you planning to cover in the fall? Well, the book of the Bible that we're going to be, that we're going to be going into will be Esther, which is, you know, of course, a a popular book, but also a book that I don't know that we all understand in its entirety, unless we've studied it really deeply. So that's the book we're studying. Before that, we're going to dive into another topical study next month that we felt like was pretty relevant. And that's, we're going to study anxiety and what the Bible actually has to say about anxiety. Yeah. And then after that, and then we also have the Lord's prayer coming up, which is a passage study. So, and Hebrews 11, I believe also is coming up this fall. So we have a lot of good stuff, I think, coming in the fall. We love writing because we get to dig into the word more. 
And so how do you create these studies? What's, what's your method of creating the studies? AJ, <laughs> I don't know that we have a set method. <laughs> Honestly, like when I approach it, I spend a lot of time before I actually start writing, just meditating on the mm-hmm. passage. So reading through it, just meditating on it, letting those little nuances really dig into my own heart and soul to hear what God is saying and to hear the direction that the study needs to go. And probably half the time that I spend is actually doing that, I would say. You know, it takes us a long time to write a study, but that pre-work of just reading, like you said, Misty, just reading and rereading and letting it sink in and then just meditating, like taking it word by word, phrase by phrase, and just hearing from the Lord before you ever start anything. That to me is the most important first step. Yeah. And like any other Bible study that anyone would do, approaching it with an attitude of prayer. Yeah. And I, there was one time just a couple of days ago, we were writing and I said, I just, I'm stuck. I just, I just need to go pray, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And sometimes it's just a matter of just, just simply asking the Lord to show you what he wants you to see, what he wants you to teach. And because it's not our words, our words are nothing. And we, right. we pray constantly that our words just fall to the ground, that that are not what Mm -hmm. the Holy spirit wants for people. And, and, you know, it's all for his glory. So, so yeah, we approach it kind of a little bit differently, but it's all with the backbone of prayer and meditation and really trying to understand the passage in the word for ourselves. And, you know, sometimes I think that I I have to remind myself that Bible study is not a competition because sometimes I can put such pressure on myself to come up with the right answer or to even ask the right questions or to find the right things in the passage. Like I want to take it super deep and find all of these meanings. And I just have to remind myself, this is not a competition. You know, the goal of this is to encounter God through Mm -hmm. his word. And if I am doing that, that is my definition of quote unquote success. You know, I just need to encounter God and allow him to transform my life. And so I think relieving myself of that pressure is super helpful. And it's something I have to practice as I go through my study. So yeah, that maybe that's a little freebie to throw out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And that kind of leads me to my next kind of segue, which is, you know, sometimes we feel like we have to do our quiet time in a certain way, like at a certain time at a certain. And I know when my kids were little, because I homeschooled my kids. So my kids were always home. I had a house full of boys that were loud and rambunctious. If I didn't get up before they did, you know, the day was was over. But I filled my home with scripture in any way that I could get the word in to me when I taught their lessons. Lessons. I included Bible teaching in their lessons. So at least if I wasn't in the word for myself, we were in the word together. But it's just, I think it's critical for women to not feel pressure. Like I have to do it this certain way every day. So why don't you speak to that a little bit? Well, Jen can definitely speak to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this comes into where our personalities are a little bit different. So some of us do have different schedules, even from day to day. And we're all in different places in our lives. Like you said, if we've got young children, it's going to look different than if you are, if, if your kids are all out of the house, for example, or if you don't have children. And I think that the most important thing is being intentional about how you do it and when you do it. And even to the point of, for me and my, my personal quote unquote quiet time. Sometimes it's quiet now, you know, more than it used to be. But in my personal time, it's a matter of scheduling it in, literally putting it in my schedule because I still work part time in my office. Those days 
my day looks a lot different than when I'm working from home or when my kids are home. So I, I just, I'm very intentional about scheduling it. So it does not have to be the same every day. It doesn't have to look the same every day. Even one of the things was you were talking earlier about study and competition, you know, sometimes you're in a period of life of your life where it's just Bible reading. It's just intake of the word. And that is okay too. One of the things we do offer is a scripture reading plan that correlates with our study, because sometimes we have women that they may be in a month that they just cannot, they, they don't have the time or energy to, to dig deep into the word, but you can still be in the word. You can still have it in your heart and God will speak to you in such cool ways. The really cool thing about that is typically if you start reading the word, you're going to continue to get the desire to get in it more and more and do deeper study. And, and when you really want and desire something, you find the time for it and you schedule the time for it. And so my encouragement to someone listening that says, man, I just don't have time to do all that that they're talking about. Just open the Bible, find the book of the Bible, Ephesians, you know, just find a book of the Bible and just start reading it. Yeah. Don't worry about a, a big, long ordeal. Just take 10 minutes and read and God will bless that. And you will grow in your desire to learn more about him. Absolutely. I just recently spoke at a ladies retreat and I kind of gave them my, what I do now, which may be a little intimidating to people, but I typically start in the morning with like a quick app, like a, a pray.com or a version Bible app that's got a plan. I get in there, I do that. Now then I also have like an ongoing study that I'm in usually, but at night I listen to the Bible and I actually let the Bible play all night long, every night. And so in even in my subconscious, like the Bible is there. I think just because of the world that we're living in, we have to be rooted and grounded in the word. And so that listening to the Bible has been one of my favorite ways because I can even be on a walk and I can just you know, listen to Max McLean is who reads the Bible for me. And he's got this deep, rich, great voice. And I love it because it really helps me to, especially in some of those harder chapters where it's like this person and that person begat the other person. And I can't even pronounce their names. And, you know, to have somebody else read that to you is kind of meditating to me. So what what are your thoughts, AJ? I personally love daily audio Bible, just talking about the audio version, because to me, when I listen to the scriptures, I pick up different things than when I read it like visually. Yeah. So I really appreciate that too. And the daily audio Bible app is it's like a, it's a fresh reading every morning. So you can go on there and Brian, the man who reads through it, he's been doing this for a number of years. He reads it fresh every single morning. So, and he'll take you through the entire Bible in a year. So I just love that because it has a sense of community as well. And just, you know, he just reads it in such a way where I hear different emphasis mm -hmm. than when I read it. So, and, and a lot of times what I'll do is I'll listen to it and then I will go back and read it later just to like, see it differently. And then that's just another way to get that scripture in. But, you know, another thing that I love to do, and I really did this a lot when my kids were little and I didn't have a lot of time just to sit, like there was no time to sit, even to go potty. Like when yeah. your kids are little, it's like, <laughs> okay, when am I going to have a break? But what I would do is I would take just one verse 
that I needed to feed on mm-hmm. and write it on an index card and just carry it in my pocket around throughout the day and get it out and look at it and just meditate, meditate, meditate on that passage. You know, think what are the synonyms of this word? What are the antonyms of this word? How does this visually look, you know, in scripture and, and maybe even think through where else is this word or this phrase used in scripture, like some of that cross-referencing and, and just take it with me throughout the day and really feed on it. And I really feel like God used that particular time in my life when I didn't have the quiet time that I wanted to really teach me how to hear him in the small things, you know, in the small passages and how to really like ring every bit out of that passage And it was, even though I felt, man, I really want a a real quiet time that was enriching in my life, looking back on it now. So it doesn't have to be some grand gesture that we make to meet with the Lord. Even the small things can count for a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love the fact that y'all write together. You know, you talked about it takes a long time to write a study. Hello. Took me three years to write a six week study because I didn't want it to be all my words. I wanted, I wanted to show the ladies that did the study, the path that the Lord took me on without putting too much of, of me in there. And it was a challenge, but it just that daily. But I love the fact that not only do y'all create together, but then you have this community to study together because as a young woman getting to go to my church, we had child care at the church for Bible study. And all of my friends at that time, we were homeschooling. We would put our kids in child care. Hallelujah. And we would go study the word together. And I don't see young women at the church now doing that same thing. And so I'm thankful that you have created this space for women to gather and you said it's it's a community all over the world. So let's talk a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah, well, the cool thing is, is that when we started this, we started it pre-COVID. So when people were not as, as comfortable being online and we just felt like it was something that God wanted us to do because we really wanted to walk alongside women and help them in their path. And not that we can be big help, but just to kind of see other people doing it and seeing us doing it together is very helpful. And also offering different ways to study, like we talked about. One of the things we do as well that helps with, because we have such a wide variety of people, they are young, older, international. We also have, and this is this lends to how I kind of study too, we have a creative aspect of it where I'm a very visual learner. And so I just kind of show how I memorize scripture and I study scripture visually with doodling and drawing and and color and things like that. And because of that, because we have all the different things that we that we potentially somebody can utilize, I think that it attracts different kinds of women. And because of that, we get to be in community with women. And it's not just people that we necessarily would be in community with on our own, but because we're all sisters in Christ, we have that bond and we have that special, that special relationship that we only have with others in Christ. And, and so it lends itself to just this beautiful hodgepodge of people, some crazier than others, right? Like us, (laughs) some, um, some, you know, going through dark times, some going through valleys, but we all are there to encourage one another and bear one another's burdens, as the Bible says, Mm -hmm. and also encourage each other to do good works. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it's, it looks like 
a merry band of rebels who gotten together and it's an adjunct to the local church. We definitely recommend people getting in a local body where they have people face to face for accountability and community. But it's just that extra little bit that that the women who are really involved in it are they're just beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the biggest blessings personally in my life is being part of this community. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So how do people get involved? What's what's the best way for them to get involved with the work that you're doing? Sure. Well, we have we do have several like resources as far as we have. We have a podcast if you want to just listen to us and know what we're all about called The Sojo Show. And then we also have sojoacademy.com is where you can find out what we do. That is just basically a page that shows all the different things that we offer to see if you might be might want to fit. And then we also have a free gift that kind of fits into what we're talking about today. And do you want to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So sometime back, we put together a quiet time planner and speaking of quiet time. (laughs) Yeah. This is based on some of the resources or the, some of the structure that we use in our personal quiet time. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little workbook kind of resource and we would love to offer that to yeah. anyone who would like it. Excellent. It's got a reading plan. It's got, I don't know. It's got, it's, it's got a, a planner for when your days are not the same like ours. And it's got mm-hmm. a prayer resource. It's got several resources in there. So great. Well, y'all can give that to me and we will link it in the show notes. So y'all go check out the show notes and ladies, thank you so much for sharing your love of God's word and community. And I just love the beautiful work that you are doing together. So thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you, Miss. Thanks for having us. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there.